It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back to Behind the Gloves. I'm Gas Singh and I'm being joined by WBC President Mauricio Sudamon. How are you, sir? Fine, fine. Thank you. Very happy to be in your program. Oh, I appreciate that. I really do. But, uh, I'm aware that you've been traveling. How are your travels? Well, it's been quite nice. Uh, the world is opening and I have been able to be in some spectacular events and it's good to see how boxing is booming all around the world and, and things are getting back to the normality that uh, we all have been waiting for. Was it, was it just uh, is, was it business or pleasure? I think that's probably the best way to put it. No, mostly business, mostly boxing events. Uh, uh, we had uh, the Cuban national amateur team fighting in Mexico. Uh, it was a very good uh, experience. And we had, of course, the Canelo great fight then Las Vegas with, uh, with Josh Taylor, spectacular victory. And uh, uh, the heavyweights in, in California. And then uh, in Houston, we had uh, Charlo uh, and the belt that we created for the Freedom Belt to fight against, uh, the, uh, to celebrate the ending of slavery in the United States. So, it's been a quite a good ride for for this year for the WBC. It's very important stuff like that. That especially that was a beautiful belt that was created for Juneteenth. Um, a very spectacular looking belt. Uh, but listen, I don't think uh, um, like a, a boxing outlet has caught up with you since um, uh, you were at Canelo versus Saunders. How was it having seventy thousand fans back in attendance? Because it's been a long time since uh, we've had fans back in stadiums. Yeah, the the real last great event. Uh, before the pandemic was Fury Wilder on February uh, of 2020. So to see a full stadium, to see the atmosphere and the great fight uh, that uh, happened between Saunders and Canelo uh, was great. It was uh, reassuring that uh, things are moving along and that uh, we have to remember uh, what has happened in order not to to fall into what could happen. So we still have to be very careful, have to, have to be cautious, have to be responsible. Uh, we all want to move ahead and, and continue. 
but uh, it, it is up to every individual to take care uh, and be responsible of how we do the things. Yeah, no, exactly, you're right. Well, hopefully there looks like there's light at the end of the tunnel and we should be able to get back to normality uh, pretty soon. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, so I just, basically I just wanted to run down like from heavyweight down to the lower weights about what's going on with the WBC. And actually, no, you know what, before I forget, I read something this morning that the WBC is possibly linked up to create its own TV channel. Is there something you can tell us about that? Yes, yes, uh, we have been working uh, for many years. My father had uh, this idea uh, about 15 years and he created something spectacular, but very unfortunately, technology was not up to what he had uh, envisioned. So uh, lately we have uh, teamed up with uh, Viva TV uh, and, and we are creating content and this is a platform to provide small promoters the opportunity to be seen worldwide, uh, small promotions to have uh, opportunity to air and to show the new talent and a combination with uh, some uh, produced programming. And, and it's very interesting. We're very excited about it. Is it an international project or is it starting locally first? No, it's international. It's uh, worldwide. Oh, that's different. You know, te technology is, is so incredible. You and I are talking right now uh, as, as if we were next to each other and we are thousands of miles away. So uh, we are very happy with the way it's shaping up. And uh, it's just something to add up and give opportunities to more promoters, managers, boxers. Yeah, perfect. That's what we like to hear. Uh, the more people that can be able to watch the sport all around the world, the better, I say. Exactly. Uh, so just starting up at heavyweight, obviously. So now Tyson Fury is uh, confirmed to be fighting Deontay Wilder in about 24 days' time. Can you just explain the situation around Deontay Wilder? So what was his position in the rankings prior to this fight being made? Was he mandatory? Was he number one, number two, number three? When uh, Deontay Wilder lost his title uh, to Tyson Fury last year, the rankings committee positioned him in number one as number one. He was champion for five years, uh, had 10 title defenses. so. By merit, they positioned him as number one contender. And uh, this fight is uh, the result of an agreement that they had signed for the second fight. Mm. So the WBC at, at this moment has no mandatory contender. Uh, and we are just uh, sanctioning the bout as a voluntary defense for Tyson Fury. And it, it should be a sensational, spectacular event. So I'll put you on the spot. Who wins that fight? Well, it's, it's everything, it's at stake. Um, Wilder had a, a draw on the first fight, dropped Fury two times. Then on the second fight, uh, Fury dropped him uh, two times and then knocked him out. Uh, it has to do with the mentality, uh, has to do with the shape they're coming into the fight, the willingness to, to win. And it, it's, it's a very, very interesting fight and it should be a tremendous event. Okay, perfect. Um, and in terms of, uh, can we have a bridger up, bridger weight update as well, please? Where, where that's sitting and when someone will be likely to challenge him for that world title? Yes, uh, we have had activity in the silver title and international title, and some other uh, regional uh, in South America. Now, uh, September 18 in Montreal, Canada, Rivas will fight Jennings uh, for the 
for the world title, and then the winner will make two mandatory title defenses. So in terms of the bridge away, have there been any conversations with other governing bodies, the WBA, WBO, IBF? Are there, and do you know if they'd be introducing the, a similar weight category? Is it something that the WBC is just solely owning at the moment? No, I, I, we have not had any formal conversations. Uh, all this happened throughout the pandemic. I have had uh, good communications with uh, Mr. Valcarcel and uh, Daryl Peoples and Gilberto. Uh, we have not discussed this topic. We did introduce a weight category, and it would be up to them to see if they would like to also introduce it or just remain as, as they have the 17 weight categories. Perfect. Okay, and uh, I believe the WBC Cruiserweight champion is Makabu. His mandatory, is, is he due a mandatory or is he in the voluntary stage at the moment? Makabu has two mandatories lined up. Uh, the first one is Machunu who is a silver champion and uh, they, are, they have been ordered to fight. They're in the free negotiation period um, with the complications that uh, the pandemic brought and the, the complications of uh, negotiations and the other mandatory contender, Papin, uh, will go surgery, under surgery. So the WBC approved an interim championship fight uh, with Noel Gevor and Durodola, which it's also in negotiation period. And uh, there should be good activity in the Cruiserweight division by, by the summer. And then we expect great fights to be happening. Perfect. Uh, and moving on to light heavyweight, uh, Arthur Betabiev, I believe, is your champion there. Uh, again, is he in the mandatory stage or is he due a voluntary right now? Arthur Betabiev uh, requested uh, permission to do a unification bout with Joe Smith which was granted, and the winner must fight the mandatory contender, Marcus Brown. Perfect. Uh, Canero recently said that uh, he's had a conversation with Eddie Hearn and he's interested in moving up to light heavyweight to challenge for the WBC and IBF light heavyweight titles against Better Biev. Uh, what do you make of that fight if it happens? Well, Better Biev is a very strong fighter, uh, solid light heavyweight champion. And uh, we will see what happens if Canelo decides to, to try to make history again and move up uh, to 175 again. He already defeated Kovalev. So that would be interesting. Uh, we will see what happens. Canelo's wish was to fight uh, Caleb Plant to unify and be undisputed in 168 in super middleweight. But we will see. Uh, for the WBC, Canelo, he won uh, the title. He made a mandatory in February. So he's completely open to any any possibilities for the future do you think it's a fight he could realistically win because better be ever is a he's a big big uh light heavyweight and he's very strong like you said he's very strong and uh he's in his division that would be a, a great challenge and uh canelo is a super champion right now for the all divisions and the the boxing uh major attraction and he's been active. He's been very solid, very strong. But it's a great challenge. You can tell. Perfect. And kind of moving down a few weight divisions, um, uh, welterweight. Uh, you, just your thoughts on Manny Pacquiao still continuing to fight at the age that he is at and challenging for the WBC welterweight title? Well, Manny Pacquiao is a legendary champion, Hall of Famer for, for certain. Uh, he's a great influence to the Philippines as a, as a governor. 
and uh, also uh, to the world. And he's defying time once again. He has been uh, coming back to the sport and, and winning against champions like Thurman, who was very solid, very competitive. And uh, there's people think uh, Pacquiao can do anything. So we will see. He, he has, uh, he's timeless and he has the opportunity to win in any fight that he enters the ring into. He's a proud uh, member of the boxing community and he deserves the opportunity. And in regards to his fight with Errol Spence, I know obviously the, the, the WBC are advocates of uh, clean boxing and you have your clean boxing program. Uh, is Manny Pacquiao signed up to that in, in, in the lead up to this fight? Well, uh, the promoter uh, will be uh, uh, contracting VADA for the clean boxing program. And uh, Manny Pacquiao has never had any issues with doping. Uh, he has had uh, more than 100 tests perform on him. So I have absolutely no doubts. And uh, it is irresponsible for anyone to hint or to uh, try to discredit Manny Pacquiao of doping. I believe he's a, an asset to the sport, an asset to the humanity. And we fully support him. And we expect that this fight will be tremendous. Perfect. And the, the other fight that's on... Uh, we know, first of all, that you, you're a fan of unification fights. Um, do you ever think we're going to get Crawford Spence? Because it seems more and more unlikely the more time that goes on. Well, it's a fight that uh, everybody has been waiting for. Unfortunately, they have not uh, been successful in negotiating the fight uh, by either camp. And that's something that uh, a unification cannot be mandated. Uh, that's a situation... The rules are like that, and the structure of boxing is like that. So hopefully it will happen. We, we hope it's see. But first is Manny Pacquiao against Spence. Oh, yeah. And definitely. we will see. And I heard, I believe, that uh, Crawford has already contracted another fight as well. Oh, okay, perfect. And uh, you mentioned it at the beginning of this interview, but just uh, a few quick words on um, Josh Taylor capturing, well, being Scotland's first or five-belt champion, if you include the Ring Magazine belt. Just your thoughts on that. Well, Josh Taylor is a tremendous fighter, uh, long associated with the WBC. He was an international champion, the silver champion. Then he won the World Boxing Super Series in a great fight against Progress. And uh, with this um, final unification with uh, Ramirez, uh, I, I really... I was, I was there at the fight and I was surprised. Uh, Ramirez took the first rounds with power and, and took the fight to him. It seemed like uh, Ramirez was going to be overpowering Taylor. And then what a turn of events and what a sensational performance. And now he's, he's a unified champion, a proud uh, member of the elite. And the WBC is very proud of him. And, and I'm sure there's many great things to come in, the, in his career. And just, just a, a word on lightweight at the moment. Obviously, there's so many contenders involved at the moment. Devin Haney is your WBC champion. Teofimo Lopez is, um, well, I believe he's a franchise champion. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you have Jojo Diaz fighting Fortuna. Ryan Garcia was obviously out with a few issues at the time, and he's due back. Well, the, the situation here is has been very complicated from contractual situations, from COVID pandemic. Uh, from pulling out of fights, uh, from, for mental health issues for 
uh, health issues from COVID also. So you have uh, Teofimo Lopez, who is the undisputed champion. He has a franchise designation. You have Devin Haney, who just had a tremendous career-defining win over Linares. Uh, Fortuna, who has been uh, uh, suffering from cancellation of fights uh, from Luke Campbell, from uh, Linares, from Ryan Garcia. The WBC accepted to sanction Fortuna against Diaz for the interim title, and the winner will fight uh, Haney. So this has been a good experiment, good tournament with good championship fights lining up. And there's great talent that can make uh, boxing proud uh, for years to come. So in regards to Ryan Garcia, I know he was either ranked number one or he was supposed to be mandatory for Devin Haney or, or, or Tia Fimo. As, as he's obviously parted from his last fight um, because he had a few mental health problems, which I hope he's got over now, uh, does he slot back into his mandatory position or will he have to fight for it again? No, we're waiting for him to officially uh, return to the sport. Uh, we have communicated with him and his management. Uh, once he's ready to resume his career, he will have the WBC support. What we have right now is uh, Fortuna fighting Diaz, and the winner is a mandatory for Haney. Right. Uh, with uh, Teofimo Lopez being uh, positive for COVID-19, we're waiting also to hear what's his uh, situation. And then if uh, Garcia is ready to come back, uh, we will assess the situation once we have uh, specific information from all the sites. Perfect. And the last few questions I want to ask is uh, a, a weight uh, category below. Obviously, you, you had Oscar Valdez pick up the WBC Super Featherweight title after a stunning knockout of uh, Miguel Bachel. Do you know, obviously, I understand contracts and or like negotiating a fight isn't, where you guys are involved. But have you had any update? Will there be a unification between Jamel Herring and Oscar Valdez? Is that something that's been asked for? Uh, no. Uh, Valdez is going to do a voluntary defense uh, in September. Uh, they, there have been talks about him fighting Herring, who, by the way, is a sensational fighter and uh, a very good representative of the sport outside the ring. And that would be a sensational unification as you mentioned, the WBC is all for unifications. We like to see fights between champions. We like to support them. And we always try to hope that the champions who have uh, multiple titles remain champions and continue to hold the representation of uh, all the organizations. The problem is when uh, the mandatories get in the middle and uh, either uh, the abuse of the mandatory challenger or, or, or the abused by the champion, not wanting to comply with the, with the mandate. But uh, it's a problem that we have to address somehow between the organizations, because a, a unified champion has four belts. And if he had to comply the four mandatories, he will be only doing mandatories all his life. So some issue that we're discussing between the organizations. Perfect. And, and I believe when we spoke last, about five or six months ago, we, we spoke about Gary Russell Jr. And you mentioned uh, his mandatory at the time was uh, Ray Vargas, I believe. Is, is that still the case? Is he still due to fight uh, Vargas as his mandatory defense? Yes, that is his mandatory defense. Uh, we're in communications because uh, they, had a, they have an agreement to fight. We just don't have the date and the site for this fight yet. Perfect. And the last question I want to ask you before I let you go, sir, is... Um, Obviously, it was announced uh, Nanito Danair beat uh, Nordino Bali and again via a stunning knockout to capture the WBC bantamweight crown at the age of 38. 
which was an amazing uh, feat in itself. And uh, he was due. Uh, the posters were announced to fight um, John Riel Casemiro. Um, as far as you know, is that fight still happening? Because there's been a lot of stuff on social media about the fight now falling apart. Donaire won the title as mandatory contender, so he has uh, one full year to do any, any fights uh, until he's mandated by the WBC. Uh, we were informed about a unification with Casimero, and over the weekend, Donaire sent a letter to the WBC stating that he will not be engaging in that fight. I don't know if things will change or not, uh, but for, at this moment, uh, we were communicated that there's no fight with Casimero. Last question I want to ask you. Uh, Mexican Independence Day over in September. Are there any designs about what kind of belt you'll be producing for that? Yes, yes. It's an unbelievable piece. Uh, we have seen the renders. They are already working in the production. So uh, in August, we're going to be releasing the, the special trophy, which is that belt for, for the Independence Day, uh, just as we do in May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And uh, we have begun the Juneteenth belt this year, and it will be every year there will be a celebration for that major uh, holiday. Perfect. Thank you, Mr. Sonoma, for speaking to us here at Behind the Gloves. I really appreciate your time, and thanks for talking to us. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you so much. All the best. Take care. See you later, sir. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.